American Unicorns. Uh. <laughs> We're back for the third time today. Sometimes machines do what they want. Oh my god, I just realized what the problem is. What? The fucking crow. Yes. The fucking crow that is and has become sentient. <laughs> the sentient. Crow. <laughs> That lives in your basement yes. that is a quote, unquote, or quote, Halloween decoration, hmm. unquote. I think it is weird. So we have a crow Halloween decoration, as Laura just said. Yep. His name uh-huh. is Crow, Mr. Crowley. Crow. <laughs> and um, Crowley. <laughs> you like that? Let's see what I there. So, um... Yeah, he is one of those Halloween decorations that has like a sensor so that when people walk by, it's like, caw, caw, crow sounds, crow sounds. Um, and last night when I was feeding the cats, he started going off. So I picked him up and was like, oh, he must have gotten bumped to sensor. Nope. He's still on off. <laughs> Okay, also what I find funny about this is that you're like, the crow is going off. And it's like, he was like, here's what you're doing wrong about feeding the cats. And he just like went off. But the weird thing is, do you know what today is? The day after Rosh Hashanah. Today is the autumn equinox. Oh, shit. Uh Uh-huh. Weird. So what? Sentient <laughs> Sentient Mr. Crowley. <laughs> Mr. Crowley. Whoa. Yeah. So I think he came in here, pecked on things, and then went back in. Broke our equipment. And the cats were like, we can't vocalize to you what's been going on. Because we're cats. Yep. And we can just say, row, 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 row. So there's a demon crow in my basement. A demon crowley. Yeah. It's good times. It's good times. What are the things that we should be doing to prepare for the autumn equinox? The autumn e- Well, you can't prepare for it because it's happening right oh. now. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you have a year. Oh. and Learn your shit. I've learned. I have failed at autumn. <laughs> So the autumn equinox is um, really a time to uh, reap what you've sowed throughout the year. (laughs) So you better have sowed some good shit or you're going to be reaping garbage. I I sowed blankets (laughs) for babies. Is that? No, different sowing. What about Um, candy corn? How does that play in? um, Candy corn is... It's I I think candy corn is delicious. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's I mean I. How does it play in? Yeah, just the colors of fall. It's corn should of we candy. Be, should we be planting candy corn now so that we have our candy trees that yeah, grow? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. I but expect you, I for mean, you to be doing. That. I mean, you really wanted to plant your candy corn trees in the spring. So, so that w- you could be profiting from. They, you could be reaping. Yes, from the candy corn. Tree. Oh well. I didn't do that. Yeah. 
Well, now you know for next year. Will you remind me in, yeah. at the spring equinox? Of course. Does this mean that there are going to be more ghosts? As out? we get closer to Hallows or Samhain. I always want to call it Sam Wayne. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. And I'm going to, you'll just have to keep telling me that I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm okay well, with that. Well, I, yep. I do it anyways. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> Mr. Crowley. So yeah, um, autumn equinox is also a time to be thankful and grateful for all the things in your life. Thanksgiving. Nope. So that's autumn a cel- equinox. <laughs> that we're thankful that our American Indian friends nope. provided turkeys <laughs> and candy corn and candy corns to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This has been the center for... Weren't you a religion major? Yeah. (laughs) We didn't study fun religions. We didn't study, like, autumn equinox. Autumn equinox isn't isn't a religion. Well, but Wicca or Druidism or whatevs. We didn't study that. We studied the big three, baby. Yeah. Big three. Judaism. Check. I said Rosh Hashanah. Christianity. Check. (laughs) It's not a holiday right now. And Islam. Check. Ramadan. Boom. And then I went off book and studied Asian religions. Hinduism. Buddhism. Taoism. Confucianism. I thought you were going to say Confucianism. That's a different... That's not Asian. That's just my personal religion <laughs> of Confucianism. Awesome. The symbol is a cat that looks drunk. <laughs> All cats look drunk. That's true. Because they are. So are you excited to... I've never been more excited in my whole life. <laughs> do you want to guess where? Yeah, I do. I really do. Okay. <laughs> How about it's like guessing for the first time? It's like guessing for the first time, not guessing for the second or third or fourth time. <laughs> um, and I still don't know. I still don't know. Um, I'm going to eliminate certain possibilities, uh, but not eliminate others. And the first possibility that I want to eliminate for sure is Africa. Nope. Could it be? N- Oh, it's international. South America? No. Okay. Could it be... It's Nambia. It's an Ambia. No, Nambia. Oh, like Nam- the country. Oh, oh the country that's that not doesn't real. exist. It's not a yes. real country. <laughs> yep. Topical. <laughs> um, is it Europe? Yes. Uh, oh, oh, Europe is real big. <laughs> There's a lot of places in Europe. Well... In the interest of time, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, go ahead. So today, we are going to be learning about the Blue Men of Minch. That sounds like something that you need to have cleared up with antibiotics. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something made up by my family. Um, (laughs) Your mom could easily make up something that's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, the blue men of Minch are a subset of storm kelpies, 
and are mythical creatures that inhabit the stretch of water between the northern outer northern out- outer yeah sorry i got con- my headphones are being weird northern outer, outer. northern hebrides hebrides um in mainland scotland scotland um most their most fa- their favorite activity is to go looking for sailors to drown <laughs> and boats to sink <laughs> <laughs> so not there they have nothing to do with the blue man group <laughs> no. and they are not mermaids because they're dudes right well, we'll get into that. Okay. When you say Kelpies, I immediately think of like Scotland and. Also, when I said the word Scotland earlier. And also Scotland. <laughs> so, um, they, this group of the, the Blue Men in particular, uh, um, are localized to Minch, a strait that separates the Northwest Highlands of Scotland and the Northern Inner Hebrides from the Outer. Hebrides, yes, um, and surrounding areas, and they are unknown in other parts of Scotland and have no comparable counterparts to the rest of the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But they are a subset of Kelpies. Yes, Storm Kelpies. Storm Kelpies. That would be an amazing name for like a sports team, <laughs> right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, a foot a football team. Yeah, not like not like American football, like soccer. I was thinking, like, any team, like, this is the West Potomac Storm Kelpies <laughs> lacrosse team. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. I'm down with the blue man group. Yep. So, apart from their blue color, they look very much like humans and are about the same size. Oh. What? Uh. Yep. Those who are lucky enough to meet them... Um, note their distinctive green beards and hair, as well as their exceptionally strong physique. What? Sexy. At first I was thinking, oh, they must be small. No. And they're like three apples high small. But now (laughs) we've changed this a lot. Oh, and it's going to get better. I mean, let me just say he could toss you around a bit. Boom. (laughs) Which is really what we're all looking for. Yeah. So, yep. They have the power to create storms. Okay. And when the weather is good, they fair, if you will. Um, I will. They can be found float sleeping on or just below the surface of the water. Hmm. Um, they swim with their torsos raised out of the sea, twisting and are known to twist and dive like porpoises. Um, (laughs) they are able to speak and when a group approaches um they the chief of the blue men Mm -hmm. um has they have been known to shout two lines of poetry to the to the captain of the vessel and challenge him to complete the verse if the captain of the ship fails to complete this task, then the blue men will overturn the ship and capsize it. And you're wrong. Wrong. Um, so they um, 
do 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 they are able to speak and converse with sailors um and they are especially vocal when they're soaking vessels with water um and they roar with laughter as a vessel capsizes (laughs) (laughs) um the historical recordings of these creatures say that they mostly live in underwater caves and have a clan system of course and um yes and generations and generations of folklore um say that they can only be beaten by making sure that they um the person the captain of the ship gets the last word in a rhyming duel Kim, oh my, wow yeah. so it's a basically an epic rap yeah battle. an epic rap battle that's amazing um so as i said they are often also associated uh, and known as storm kelpies or a subsect of storm kelpies um which are the most common water spirit in scottish folklore kelpies are um usually described as powerful horses but um the, the name is attributed to many different um folklore and fables across scotland and um, they aren't always horses. <laughs> so, sometimes like, they're like sometimes super they're hot like dudes. super hot dudes. Um, yeah, sexy. <laughs> so they um, there's many different um, myths and origin tales that try to. Describe what are you looking up? I was looking up um, Scottish sayings, <laughs> um, and they're uh, they're not that great. <laughs> um, like I was looking for something that would say something about um, <sighs> kelpies, but there's not really cool. Well. <clears throat> that gave me enough time to send a text message. Okay. So there are many different, um, as I said, myths and origin stories about how these creatures came to be. One myth says that the mythical blue men may be a personification of the sea. Oh, sort of like, um, what's this bucket with the triton? King Triton. <laughs> oh, Poseidon? Yeah. King Triton. That was super Disney. Sorry. Little Mermaid. Yep. Bingo. Bingo. Um, or that has said to be um, associated with the Picts <gasps> who painted themselves um, blue often and have been reported to give the impression of men rising out of the water. Um as they were seen crossing the sea in boats. I love the Picts. And I have studied books about them because they were covered in tattoos to scare their enemies. Um, Suck it. <laughs> um, it, it. So the blue man, they're, they've been around for a while. Yes. Yeah. And they are known to... Um, it's funny that we... Um, 
brought up Samhain because they have been known to help the locals with a Samhain or Halloween tradition involving the lighting of a candle by the sea. How do they help? So you light a candle by the sea and then ale is poured into the water in order to encourage the blue men to leave seaweed on the beach as fertilizer. Neat! Trade! Yep. Except they have to suck ale out of the sea. Which With sucks. Their, yeah. well, they just put a barrel of ale <laughs> in the sea. I don't know. Dumb. Well, they can suck it. They can suck it out. <laughs> um, they have also been thought to be a tribe of fallen angels. Oh. Part, or part of a tribe of fallen angels. Sounds that's, like Christianity has that, entered into the picture. That's split into three. The first... Um, group became the ground dwelling fairies the second evolved to become the sea inhabiting blue men and the remainder the quote merry dancers are of the northern lights stayed in the sky oh yeah. i see so fallen angels yeah i like the picked idea and also can't we just have kelpies <laughs> Running around in the water trying to do epic rap battles. I mean, we can. I would like that. So, um, writer and journalist Lewis Spence um, described them. Um, he's the one who said that they he believed they were the personification of the sea itself. Mm-hmm. And he described them as their faces are gray and long in shape. And some have long arms, which are also gray, and they favor blue headgear. <laughs> I thought they were blue yeah. with green beards. That's yeah, that's like the traditional account. This okay. is his account. Everybody's got their own opinions. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, maybe right, he Ms. was colorblind. Okay, Mister Spence. <laughs> um, and he um, claimed that they had wings. Mm-hmm. So that kind of lends itself to the fallen angel tribe story. Um, and so they um, are known to be in um, this area that is subject to rapid tides in all weathers. Um, and it flows beside the cave, these caves that they say are inhabited by the blue men. Mm-hmm. And the stretch of water that they are known to be in um, has been like nicknamed the current of destruction because of how many ships have been wrecked there that sounds like it should be the cover or the title of an album from like a heavy metal band yeah i agree um they were also described by the a poet writer and folklorist alistair mcgregor and McGregor. He, he just, <laughs> you're going to have to scotify all my... McGregor. Um, who described them as, quote, the fiercest of the Highland Storm Kelpies. Like, so, because yeah. there are multiple Storm Kelpies, and they are, like, yeah. the top. Yeah. The dwarfs. cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. They rise to the top. They never eat a pig because a pig is a cop. <laughs> Rap so battle. Rap battle. Um, so now we're going to get I don't in. believe that about cops. <laughs> that was a quote. I just want to make that clear. You're getting all I know political on our I podcast. Don't want to. Oh, I hear Mosby. Uh oh. 
Maybe he's after Mr. Crowley. So um, now we're going to get into um, a bit of what was uh, described and reported by Donald Alexander McKenzie, a Scottish journalist and folklore (laughs) expert. Um, And he described the Blue Men in his book titled Wonder Tales from Scottish Myth and Legend. Yay. Which was published in 1917. Oh, wow. And he describes the legend of the creature as such. Quote, The strait which lies between the islands on Lewis and the Shant Islands is called the Sea Stream of the Blue Men. They are of human size and they have great strength. By day and by night they swim round in between the Shant Islands, and the sea there is never at rest. The blue men wear blue caps and gray faces which appear above the waves, and they rise with their long, restless arms. In the summer weather they skim lightly below the surface, but when the wind is high they revel in the storm and swim with heads erect, erect, Mm -hmm. splashing the waters with mad delight. Sometimes they are seen floating from the waist out to sea and sometimes turning round like porpoises when they dive. They are of human size and they have great strength. Um, I already said that. Repeat. Um, so... End quote. End quote. <laughs> As I restarted the quote. Um, and he also, in his book... Um, outlines an exchange that he witnessed happening between a blue man and a sea captain. Oh my god. So um, when the blue men gather to attack passing vessels their chief rises out of the water and shouts two lines of poetry to the captain or skipper. Um, I prefer skipper. (laughs) If he cannot add two lines to complete the verse the blue men sees his boat. Um, this is an exchange that Mackenzie highlighted. We'll go back and forth. Would you like to be the blue man or the skipper? (laughs) I would like to be the skipper. Okay. So we're going to do this little part here. Okay. I'm first. Okay. Man of the black cap, what do you say as your proud ship cleaves the brine? My speedy ship. Take the shortest way, and I'll follow you line by line. Why does your skipper have a list? I don't know. <laughs> my men are eager. My men are ready to drag you below the waves. Mm. <laughs> my ship is speedy. My ship is steady. If it sank, it would wreck your caves. <laughs> a brown. So um, Mackenzie reports that the quick response took the the chief of the blue men by surprise. Um, Defeated and unable to do any damage to the vessel, the blue men returned to their underwater caves, allowing the vessel free passage through the strait. Um, It is reported that they have also boarded a passing vessel and demanded tribute from its crew threatening that if they did not receive their tribute, they would call up a storm. Um, <coughs> so not only does the captain have to know how to drive a boat, yeah. but he also has to be a poet and have sick rhymes. that floats, that has sick rhymes. Mm-hmm. 
Or else these like muscly blue dudes are gonna like crash the boat. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound bad. <laughs> I mean, what if there's like candy on the boat? Then the boat goes under the water and no one gets candy. <laughs> candy corn boat. Candy corn boat. We've come full circle in the candy corn boat. Sorry, that was like the loudest drink that has ever happened. I feel like you could be louder. (laughs) So, yes. Mr. Crowley! (laughs) I keep thinking I hear the bird going off. So, Mr. Crowley's like, you, (laughs) like, going off on the podcast. He's like, you're messing it up! (laughs) You suck! You shouldn't talk in a lisp like you're a sea captain. Stop saying bad things about the police. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to be really scared if you start saying things that specific. He's going off. So um, there was also a report from John Gregerson Campbell. My God, all of these names are so fucking (laughs) I can't make it up. I mean, the it's most so Scottish. good. Yeah. Love it. Um, he was a folklorist, um, and he stated that they were unknown in Argyle. Um, on Which the, is where they make socks. Yes. <laughs> on the nearby coast of and the sweaters. mainland. Um, but he reported that the um, Church of Scotland minister, John Brand, who visited Corf. It's Corf Sounds great in Shetland in mid in the mid seventeen hundreds. That's where the ponies come from. Recounts a tale of what might have been a blue man in the waters around the island. Um, it took this blue man took the form of a bearded old man who rose out of the water, terrifying the passengers and crew of a boat it was following. I'm sure it was like if it was an older one, it was like. Get off my surf, <laughs> you young kids. Get your fucking boat out of here. <laughs> I broke Laura. <laughs> because your face is like so like, get the fuck out of here. Like you're like you really want them to go, but like you don't really care that much about it. <laughs> uh, all right, good. <laughs> it's like all saggy, comes out of the way, and she's like, "Hey!" Like sw- like waving like a shillelagh or whatever, and he's just like, "Get out!" <laughs> he's eating. A I'm just. Sk- I'm. I'm really stuck on the idea of what like water and being constantly submerged would do to saggy yeah. skin. Yeah. And just being like being pissed about it. Yeah. Like you're just like, oh, for God's God sake, get out of my <laughs> surf. I'm just trying to eat the scotch egg. Oh, we have those at the Renaissance Festival. Mm-hmm. So good. So um, there are no surviving tales that mention um, any attempts to kill a blue man. Why would you? But a um, Gregerson Campbell story <laughs> tells of the capture of a blue oh. man. Oh. And he recounts 
that sailors seized a blue man and tied him up on board their ship after he was discovered, quote, sleeping in the wa- on the waters. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. He's just taking a fucking nap. Dude. My- yeah. Yeah. So, um... During this, two fellow blue men gave chase, and they were like, hey, bring me my friend back, you dicks. <laughs> Quote, Seamus! Seamus! <laughs> um, calling out to each other as they swam toward the ship. Oh, James! Uh, Seamus! <laughs> James! Seamus! Ian! James! <laughs> How about Duncan and Donald? Because I have the exchange. Oh, oh! I got ahead of myself. Um, Duncan! Duncan! Donald! Um, so they, um, so they called out to his friend, Duncan will be one, Donald will be two. Will you need another ere you reach the shore? On hearing his companion's voices, the captured blue man broke free of his bonds and jumped on on board as he answered. Duncan's voice I hear, Donald too is near, but no need of helpers, has strong Ian Moore. Sailors thus believe, or now believe that all blue men have names by which they address each other. <laughs> Fucking... That is like, what was concluded hey, from this report. Hey, 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 you. You have you. names? You have names? Just like us. Yeah. Blue men group. <laughs> just like us. So much a comment. Oh, my God. Do you also poop? I don't know about pooping, but I do have a book that explains how mer people and humans can copulate. Oh. There's three different scenarios. I will lend you the book if you're interested. It's cool. I hadn't <laughs> thought about it. Yeah. Someone really thought through it. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I assume it has something to do with gills. <laughs> well, how would fish... How do they... Okay. Nope. I don't... Wait. How do... do would you like to... You, no, no. Fish? So, I'm just going to tell you. All the right. mommy fish lays her eggs. Oh, right. I knew that. In a spot, and then was like, Duncan, go fertilize the yeah. eggs or they're going to die. Yeah. And then the daddy fish is like, bloop. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> and then the mommy fish is like, that's a sponge over there. Yeah. And then some dude comes by, some human dude named fucking George, and is like, Let's eat these fish eggs. Mmm, delicious. And some sushi. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. So, um, there have been some explanations and um, for the blue men mythologies. And, I and thought such. we already heard what they I've were because some... they're people that live in the water. Well, I have more. I have more <sighs> explanations. These gonna these are gonna be explanations that are like discounting them. No. Oh, okay. It's just okay. We already went over some of these. All right. The alternative to the fallen angel story. Oh, okay. Um. So they um. Some people have suggested that the the legends of the blue man originated with Moorish or North African slaves 
who um, were marooned in Ireland in the in the ninth century by Viking pirates and slave traders. Oh, so basically, these ships were marooned and people didn't quite know what was happening and right. things were coming out of the water. Why? How would they have gotten so far to northern, like the highlands of Scotland? Because they were slaves and being traded by the Vikings. Yes, the Vikings had slaves. I don't know what history is. <laughs> I think everyone had slaves. From all, they, they were always African? Not necessarily, but um, they believe that like a, a group of people in this region would never have been had any interaction with yeah. you know, oh. North African peoples. So they would have been like, What's happening? What's happening now? <laughs> Are you black yeah. or blue? <laughs> or grayish. Uh, grayish. Um, okay, that's fair. Yeah. So there is also a hypothesis <clears throat> that the myth may have origi- originated with a group of people from Saharan Africa who were known as the Blue Men of the Desert. Hmm. So it was just kind of like a, a myth that traveled and, you know, changed hmm. shape. Yeah. When it eventually got to Scotland. Yeah. Um, and then, again, they also think that it may lie with the Picts. Yes. And um, because the Picts were known for tattooing themselves yep. and were known as the painted people. And yep. if they were seen crossing the water in boats, the, the boats they used were um, kind of like look like kayaks kind of mm-hmm. and so they would have given the impression that only their torsos were like sticking mm-hmm. out of the water that's cool as they were coming across they're awesome mm-hmm. um but it's a pretty cool legend and if you're going to be traveling around scotland you better have your rhyming skills ready yeah because the blue men might be Um, my people don't come from the highlands. They come from the islands in the lowlands. So, I'm not worried. <laughs> but yeah, so this is, um, that was the Blue Men of Minch. That's fun. I thought they were fun, and they also sounded hot. Yeah, they also sound hot. And um, they also have mad raming at Skyros. Yeah, I feel like I could throw down. I well, what if your boat was on the line? Yeah, I said I could throw down. Oh my god! Do you think I'd get like boat fright? I think you'd be like, oh. Um, you've heard the songs I've come up with about Mosby. That's true. But do they rhyme? Yeah. Mo, Mo, what you know? You don't know how to tie a bow. <laughs> yeah. See, if they would accept songs about my dogs, I'd be fine. Yeah. Well, I think you could. You could turn yeah. any song into your dog. Yeah. They'd be like, you are traveling on the water. I hope that you know I shot her. And then you would, <laughs> Who? <laughs> it would be like, Mosby, Mosby. He's so yep. fun. <laughs> He's so fun. He blows my mind. He stole your gun. <laughs> he stole your hind. Um, 
I'd be a little concerned about you if you were on a boat. But I'm on a boat. <laughs> so yeah. Well, There's that. That's awesome. Yeah. But they have legs. They don't have tails. Like mermen there. Um they look like are mixed. Oh. Okay. Well, who cares what they look like under their water? Yeah. We just we hear about what's on top. Well, if they were they were if what the one guy Ian was taken, mm-hmm. um, he had to like run off the boat mm-hmm. and be like, Donald! <laughs> Donald Duncan, I'm coming. Donald! Duncan! Our, our accents are just like all over the board today. Donald! <laughs> Donald. Burglar alarm. Good times. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. Check us out on Twitter if you want to see cute pictures of most. Um, and in the meantime, keep it weird, people. <laughs>